Welcome to Oddly On Air, where we expand teaching and learning perspectives by connecting theory and practice through conversations with expert Westchester University faculty and members of the Teaching and Learning Center. And now to our orators of digital learning and innovation. Welcome back to another episode. My name is Amber Alvord, and I am an instructional designer with the Teaching and Learning Center. Today I'm joined by... I'm Jess Drass, and I'm the learning technologist in the Teaching and Learning Center. And today we're talking about internships. Jess, did you have an internship in your undergrad? Um, I had a work, well, I was a student worker, um, but they called us interns over at the help desk. And how was that experience? Do you feel like it? Because I know we, because you were hired into this department shortly after that. That experience, I think, lent itself. Yeah, it definitely um, was a stepping stone to to get where I am today. It made you a tech expert, as we were talking yeah. about earlier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I also had an internship. I think internships are good also for figuring out what you don't want to do. So mm-hmm. I had I had one of those where I was an intern and and it did not go well. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, it's not that it went didn't go well. It was just it was working with very small children, and I realized that that was not for me. That's so, fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so today on the podcast, we are joined by Dr. Rasakevich. She's an assistant professor of management and director of the HR internship program at WCU. And we're also joined by Emily Meinhart, who is our HR intern here in the Teaching and Learning Center. So welcome. Could each of you um, you. introduce yourself a little bit to our audience? Just tell us a little bit about yourselves. Of course, yes. Uh, I am Dr. Rasakevich. My students all call me Dr. R. Um, As Amber said, I am an assistant professor in the Department of Management here at Westchester, and I teach the upper-level human resource courses within the management department. Those courses include Management 432, Staffing and Development, 433, Compensation, and 435, Negotiations. I also teach several courses within our Masters of Human Resource Management program as well. I'm currently in my fifth year here at Westchester and absolutely love it. Um, Prior to that, I earned my PhD in organizational behavior at Drexel. And prior to that, when I was in the the real world working, uh, I have my background in wealth management and finance. And Emily, tell us a little bit about yourself. I'm a senior here at Westchester. I recently graduated from Montgomery County Community College and then transferred over here. I'm studying human resources, of course. Yeah, and I'm expected to graduate in May. Congrats. Early congrats. Thank you. So, Dr. R., can you tell us a little bit about how the HR internship program works on campus? Absolutely. So the program is relatively new here and was the brainchild of Dr. Jana Capitano, another one of the management department members. And she developed and piloted the program back in the spring 2022 semester, then ran the program for two semesters before handing it off to me this past summer. The program was created with the main goal of creating these internship opportunities through which HR students could gain valuable real-life experiences on campus. We hear quite frequently, either from my students or from my advisees that I have in the department, just how difficult it can be to find 
quality, valuable internships. That can be even more difficult in the field of HR because organizations do tend to have some privacy concerns or confidentiality concerns when it comes to employing individuals, particularly students, for a short time period. So Dr. Capitano really wanted to then just bring those experiences right to the students. By keeping the students on campus, we get them all of these wonderful experiences. We work to to network with different organizations and offices here. They don't have to, to commute or join a new network or organization. They really get the experiences that I think, as you both said, can act as a fantastic stepping stone once they get out into their professional lives after graduation. Right. I mean, that's such a good point, too, with being on campus and just having utilizing the offices that are already here Mm -hmm. um, instead of trying to necessarily go outside the organization. Yes, there are so many opportunities for us to partner with a breadth of offices and experiences in which they can gain the HR skills in everything from the staffing cycle of recruiting, hiring, onboarding, retention, offboarding if student workers are leaving at the end of a semester, any sort of payroll or compliance or paperwork things that need to be to be taken care of with different departments. They can see that the processes and the skills that you need to be an HR generalist or within any one of the fields of HR really do stay fairly similar regardless of the actual organization that you're entering. The cycles themselves, the steps that you will take, the responsibilities that will be yours as an HR professional are are transferable from organization to organization. Right. Awesome. Yes. That totally makes sense. So just to give you a broad outline of the program itself, so each semester we have a cohort of anywhere from five to ten interns who work in different departments and centers across campus. We currently have partnerships and interns working with Westchester's Human Resource Department, Campus Rec, the LARC, as well as Twardarski Career Development Center, the CDC, and of course here in the Teaching and Learning Center. Students work for at least five hours a week, and they also will be doing about an hour's worth of work on professional development exercises as part of Management 483, which is the Management Department's internship course. So that everybody who is an intern is also enrolled in that course, gets two credits, and then they work with me as their faculty supervisor for professional development. Each internship and each intern is a little different, so we try to work with our on-campus partners to develop a list of the areas of HR on which their particular intern will focus before the intern starts with that department. These areas of focus could be, as I said, the employment cycle, which is recruiting, selection, onboarding, retention, performance, and offboarding, or it could be work clearances, payroll, compliance paperwork, anything of that nature, so that the interns can select a department or office in which they'd most like to work And it provides us with a little bit of a blueprint as to what tasks and responsibility each intern is going to be handling so that we can evaluate and assess their progress and their professional skill sets from there. Our next question is actually for Emily. Um, So we know that HR teams are often tasked with like a bunch of different responsibilities, hence all the different departments on campus that the HR interns can be part of. 
And the students in the program are given the opportunity to kind of choose between a couple offices to work in. What made the Teaching and Learning Center stand out to you as an office to work in? So I had an internship over the summer where I had like a really well-rounded view of like almost every aspect of HR, but training and development wasn't one of them. So I thought like, why not get the full experience and really get to like like specifically train on that? And so it's been a good experience and I really liked it. Awesome. Yeah, that is, yeah, that for those that don't know, part of what the Teaching and Learning Center does is we do a lot of faculty development and faculty training. So Emily has been helping us with that. We also put together some staff trainings as well. So what have been some of your highlights in your time here at the TLC? I really enjoyed uh, reviewing the, the pedal programs. It was actually really cool to see like how they make the D2L pages and everything like mm-hmm. that. Getting like the background view of it kind of was really interesting. Also, like being able to help assist, like make sure it's accessible to like all faculty and making sure that we're teaching them to be inclusive. It was really interesting. And then also working with Pat has been really fun. I love yeah. her. She's so sweet. Yeah, yeah. we all love her. <laughs> So the Human Resources Concentration minor and graduate program at WCU includes a lot of engaging courses and unique learning experiences like the internship program. Um, Dr. R., from the instructor perspective, what course do you enjoy teaching the most? So for undergrad, that is definitely Management 435 negotiations for several reasons. First and foremost, I teach predominantly online. I always have, even pre-COVID, I was hired knowing that I would be teaching a lot of online courses simply because that was the need of the department. That was where they kind of wanted to put me. And I said, absolutely, let's do it. But now that I've been here for a little bit longer, it is really, really nice to to have the the in-person connection with my students. I get to know them in a very different way than I do when they're online. Um, yeah. I get to interact with them quite a bit more. I feel as though they get to see a little bit more of my personality when we are in class for three hours together every week than when I'm just a video on a screen a couple times a week, hopefully. So I really love having that interaction and building the relationships with those students. Uh, Secondly, it does tend to be a smaller group because this is only the third time that the course has been offered. I currently have 16 students enrolled in the course, which is a very nice number because we do negotiation exercises in almost every class. So the way that I have structured this course is it is once a week for three hours, which I understand can be very taxing as a student and as an instructor, <laughs> yeah. but because the students are doing experiential learning exercises pretty much every week, it really, really helps to have that long window of time where I can introduce new material, we can review material learned before, then we can set them up. Um, I can I can break my students up into either groups of two, three, four, or eventually six. Uh, they go off, they negotiate uh, based on materials that they have been given either earlier in that class period or the week before. They, you know, apply the, the concepts that I have been talking about, the skills that I've been teaching them in real time, in a very safe, low risk environment. And then once they've all negotiated, they, you know, they tell me how it went. And then we talk about it. We do the debrief right 
away. And I think that that really, really helps give some gravity to the skills. It helps kind of bring home the concepts that have been covered in a way that you can't necessarily do if there is a break between the experiential learning exercise itself and the debrief. There's, you might not remember the interactions. You might not remember the emotions that you were feeling when you were doing offers and counter offers, or if you were trying to add on new issues in order to reach an agreement that was beneficial to both sides. So it's, it's really fun to kind of watch the students over the course of a semester gain those skills and kind of flex those negotiating muscles. The the students who might come in in week one or two and be a little bit shy, a little reserved, who say they don't like to negotiate or they're very bad at negotiation, it's really, really fun to watch them flourish. And by the time we get to week 14 or 15, whenever we do our last negotiation, that is a multi-role, multi-issue negotiation where they have to form coalitions and get people to agree with them and, you know, make counter offers on things. It's really fun to watch them harness their, their negotiating power and put those skills into practice as I get to kind of silently watch from the corner and, you know, (laughs) applaud them and be like, this is so great. You guys are just growing before my eyes. So that is definitely my favorite undergraduate course to teach. I kind of want to take that course now. Yeah. It's so much fun. I I thought I was going to hate it, but I actually really like it. It sounds it, it sounds really um, immersive, yeah. you know, yeah. like you're yeah. like you actually get to practice it, and that sounds great. So, in that same um, vein, Emily, from the student perspective, which class has been your favorite? I have two. I would say employment law has been one of my favorites. I think it's so interesting, especially I had a wonderful teacher. It was like all case studies. You'd read the case, and then you'd kind of analyze it and you'd have to tell like what happened why this happened and what the outcome is and you had to like predict what lawsuits they'd be in and so it was like really interesting um I also think that employment law is like super valuable to HR and it's you know everyone everyone Mm -hmm. should know like that at least the basics of like the civil rights act and stuff like that so I really like that one and then my second would be negotiation because I I think I think it's so much fun it's like oh I'm so glad yay it sounds like I know. I know this isn't really the theory we were getting at on this this episode, but it uh, sounds like playing active learning strategies. I was going to say it too. Yeah, 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 yeah. It sounds like you know there's good student engagement there, mm-hmm. and it. You know, I think you can make a connection between the negotiations class and the HR internship in that we are or my goal is to give students the chance to practice and develop these skills in a low-risk environment. Yeah. If it's practicing negotiating skills in my classroom before they go out and negotiate a job offer or a lease on an apartment Mm -hmm. or something, you know, in that arena – in the internship, we're trying to to provide students with the opportunity to learn the skills that are going to really, really give them a springboard into professional life. And certainly, the skills could be HR-related, or they could just be those sort of soft skills that are absolutely crucial to your development as a professional, your success 
as a professional, how to communicate with people, how to actively listen, how to ensure that, you know, the things that you are saying are the things that somebody else is hearing you say, how to, you know, present yourself in a professional manner. And I don't necessarily mean, you know, what to wear or how to do your hair or things like that, but just your demeanor and showing up on time and being given a list of responsibilities and saying, yes, these are mine and fulfilling those responsibilities. So doing that in an internship is much more low stakes in my mind than doing it in a, in a job where, you know, you don't necessarily get as much uh, leeway in correcting the course that you're on as you would when you're in an internship. And it is ultimately a learning experience versus a professional experience. You know, you are, it is a job you're getting paid, but also like this is a, Pat said it best the other day, it's a safe space to make mistakes Mm -hmm. and to practice some of these skills that you're learning because we we all know what the role of this position is. Mm -hmm. So making mistakes is one of the best ways to learn. And I absolutely would rather they make mistakes in my classes than, you know, once they're applying those skills in their, their eventual jobs. We covered a lot in this episode, so let me summarize. The HR internship program at WCU provides management students a convenient opportunity to explore and clarify their career goals and utilize the proficiencies they've honed through their coursework, all while refining their professional skills and expanding their network. Dr. Razakevich explained how HR practices can often have a universal application Though the workplace cultures and environments new graduates find themselves in will drastically vary, the tasks and responsibilities of HR professionals remain fairly consistent, regardless of the organization they work for. Emily shared how with such a wide range of responsibilities falling under the scope of HR, the TLC presented a unique opportunity to gain experience in training and development. One of her favorite moments was assisting in the development of training modules for new faculty members, known as PEDAL. Dr. Rosakevich continued to stress how effective experiential learning can be when it's utilized properly. For interns, it's important to create a safe environment for mistakes and failure. For students in a course like negotiation, it's vital to provide them with ample time to properly reflect on their learning exercises and contemplate how they can improve. Though internships certainly provide students with the experience of professional work, the main goal is to create a learning experience. When working with interns in any shape or form, it's important to assign tasks that facilitate learning and mimic the responsibilities they'll be faced with upon entering careers. What is one resource or teaching or training tip you want to share with everyone. I'm big on learning from failure. Like that's um, why I want to do this internship and why I've done internships in the past. And I'm always afraid to like go out into the real world and make mistakes there. So like making mistakes like here is beneficial. But I also just think that like it's inevitable and everybody makes mistakes. So don't beat yourself up about it. Yeah. I think that's good advice in general. Yeah. Just agree. Yes. Don't be afraid to make mistakes. Yeah. Everybody does it. Don't. Don't shy away from challenges. Don't avoid difficult tasks or responsibilities because you think you 
aren't ready or, you know, a lot of the time I'll talk to students and they'll say, there's this great job posting for, for after graduation, but I only meet, you know, the minimum qualifications or eight out of 10. Cool. Apply. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just put yourself out there, have the confidence that if it's the right fit, then you, you know, Make sure your resume is top-notch. Make sure your cover letter is really, you know, hitting the keywords that are included in that job posting. And and give yourself the shot. Research has shown, research has shown that men are more likely to, if they meet, let's say, 60% of the criteria for a position, internal, external, whatever, doesn't matter. They're going to be like, heck yeah, I can do that. And I'm going to rock. <laughs> yeah. Whereas women will wait until they excel at 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. And then they will apply to a position uh-huh. and think like, oh, I, I absolutely, I have to be perfect before I apply. But you're never perfect ever. And day one is not the time to be perfect anyway, or else it's not the right job for you. One thing that I absolutely love that you said at the beginning of the episode, Amber, is as important as it is to figure out what you want to do, it's also really important to figure out what you don't want to do. And, you know, that's, I guess, another piece of advice is go out and, and try things. Mm-hmm. And if you don't like them, that's great. You've eliminated something that you you know you don't want to do. And I've had students who have come through the internship program say, you know, it was it was a it was a really valuable experience because now I know I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. And that's not necessarily their way of saying that it was a miserable 16 weeks or they didn't like what they were doing. It just is, okay, you know, as as a student, as, you know, a senior here at Westchester, you go into this internship, you know you like HR, but you don't really know what you want to do. Do you want to do training and development? Do you want to do compensation and benefits analysis? Do you want to do information systems? Do you want to, you know, where, where do you want to end up? Our last question is, what is something that's bringing you joy these days? I like the cold weather. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm. I'm excited for just snow. Westchester is so pretty when it snows. That's true. It makes me excited. What brings me joy is—is is it too much of a like answer to say my kids? No, because they—they they also bring me plenty of frustration. Do not get me wrong. <laughs> Absolutely, they do. Um, but I have a, a four-year-old <laughs> not, not daughter. Your kids yeah. specifically. Yeah. yeah, don't talk about your children. Oh, I talk about them all the time. It's terrible. Um, yeah, I have a four-year-old daughter and a six-year-old son, and it—it it is really—they—they they just are joyful little beings um that's a great age they are it is a great age sometimes (laughs) uh they are rascally um and my my six-year-old has gotten is really in the past week or so stepped up his back talk um and he's getting very saucy which i do not necessarily appreciate in the moment but you know i it's there are there are times where they will be you know playing together or plotting against me and my husband, um, or they will they will say things um, that just it, it just makes me smile and makes my heart happy to see these these tiny little humans, my my two little blonde humans, running around um, and being really cute. Well, 
thank you both so much for coming in. We're at the end of our time. Yeah, Can I make having one quick announcement? Oh, yeah. And just say that for those who are listening to this and are thinking, hey, that HR internship thing sounds kind of cool, we do have the handshake job posting up for the spring 2024 HR internship. It is job number 8393414. And we are looking for, I believe we have seven positions available at either Campus Rec, HR, uh, Career Development Center, or The Lark. If you are listening and you have any interest whatsoever, please check out that job posting. If you think you're qualified, Go ahead and apply. I'd rather, you know, give you a shot than not know that you're out there and interested. So, yeah, we're, we're hoping to get another really great cohort for the spring. So if you're interested, definitely look for it on Handshake under CBPM HR Internship Spring 2024. Awesome. Well, thank, no, thank you for putting that out there for everyone. Yeah. Yes, spread the word. Yes, definitely. Thanks for listening today. If you have any interest in being a future guest or if you have any suggestions for a future topic, please email us at distanceed at wcupa.edu. Stay Stay odd. odd.